You're listening to Amplify Ambition. I'm Kristen Edwards, speaker, coach, and your guide for ambitious women to become industry leaders and grow a sustainable business without the hustle. Listen to conversations on authentic leadership, self-awareness, and strategic planning for growing your business. I believe big dreams can be your reality when you embrace all of who you're meant to be and focus on the business that works for you and your lifestyle. Now let's dive into today's episode. very first mastermind type program that I joined way back in 2019, maybe, um, is actually where I met today's guest. And we immediately clicked having um, our professional backgrounds being in HR, a lot of things that we connected on just kind of in our personal lives that as we were growing our businesses together in the online space, we've stayed in and out of touch over the years. And so I'm really excited to bring Tara Reinbolt to the show today. Thank you so much, Kristen. It's such a pleasure. And it's been so fun, like reconnecting back and forth over the years and seeing how far you've come and same here. So it's really exciting to be here. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. So before we get into what you do and how you got started, I built my brand really on being a multi-passionate person. I really believe a lot of us need to bring more of who we are to the table. So what is that cause or project that you're really passionate about, but it's not necessarily an obvious part of your brand? Well, this is one thing that may throw you for a loop, or it actually may be pretty obvious. So my brand is Burnout to Blessed. And when I first started it, I had a lot of people automatically assume that I was a Christian and I didn't really talk about it uh, to begin with just because I was not newer in my faith per se, but it was just one of those things that I felt like society kind of felt like was off-putting in some way. So I didn't want to alienate anybody. But as soon as I dove into the work and, and working with women to overcome burnout, it's when things really shifted for me. So I've become passionate since I've started my business and really trying to break those cultural stigmas that keep people away from following God and from becoming a Christian. So often people think that in order to be accepted by God, that they have to meet these extremely high standards that seem impossible to meet. And also, I think a lot of people are just turned off by the Christian faith at sometimes because they feel like everyone is so judgmental. And so it's a passion of mine to really break down those cultural stigmas and to show them that you can be who you are unapologetically and you can still follow God. He can still make a huge difference in your life. And part of the reason I'm really passionate about it is because I was really tired of showing up as 90% of myself. I wanted to be my whole self and not really hold anything back, which is why I left corporate human resources and got into business for my own. I was done with that. So I finally threw that out and decided to just be me. So that's one of those things that over time I'm, I've become really passionate about. I love that. So I am also a Christian and I feel like, you know, I totally understand that in corporate, it's like, we need to be so inclusive that you almost feel silenced. And I honestly think social media and the online space has actually 
kind of done those same things. Um, and not just for one, I mean, for like 20,000 different groups and identities. Um, yes. But I'm glad that you are, you know, proud of your faith and happy to kind of share it. I do think you have like a picture on your website that's like you holding like scripture on a mug. Um, so you're like yeah. putting it out there <laughs> as as well. Um, but that's just exactly it. One of those things. I'm glad that you're saying like, hey, I might not be calling myself a Christian life coach, but obviously moving you towards that grace and peace that God offers all of us um, in creating a better life. So it's still who you are and, and how you help people. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. It's one of those things that it's funny. The other day I put out a podcast and it was called how to be your badass self unapologetically. And I had a little bit of backlash from using badass. And I went on a tirade in my most recent podcast because I was like, this is exactly why I have been putting this out to the world is let's break these stigmas of, oh, you have to do this and you have to do that. Like, let's cut the crap and just be who we are and stop being so darn judgmental, you know? So thank you so much for having to, having to ask that question. Absolutely. I'm always intrigued by the answers that people have, because sometimes it's like, oh, I like making cupcakes. And then other times I'm like, yes, your passion goes further. There's nothing wrong with making cupcakes. I love them. But, um, you know, it's always exciting to see people who kind of mix it up and it's not just something like learning how to make sourdough bread during a pandemic either. So all good things. Awesome. So let's dive into the work that you do. Like you said, your business is called Burnout to Bless, but can you share a little bit about the work that you do as a life coach and kind of who you serve and how you help them. And honestly, the transition from corporate to business owner, kind of what led you down that path as well. Awesome. So ultimately I am a life coach that specializes in helping women overcome work burnout specifically. And what led me to move from the human resources space to life coaching ultimately was my own journey. I hate to use this term, but it's really what happened to me. I hit rock bottom within really everything, every area of my life, my career, my personal life, it all kind of came crashing down. And it was all due to the fact that the last four years of my career, I was working 70 hour work weeks. And then when I wasn't working, I was thinking about work, whether it was all the things that I had to do or all the things that just, you know, um, were like the interactions that I had with people at work that maybe didn't go according to plan, or I would have done it a little bit differently. So it was really obsession of work essentially. So it led me to become really depressed and it's really caused my personal life to kind of crumble. My marriage was on, you know, kind of fractured because of it and same with my friendships. And I really felt like all alone. So what happened was thank goodness, thank God that he kind of intervened. Uh, I was pregnant with my first child And at that point, I almost miscarried actually due to stress. And so that was the catalyst that really made me decide that what I was doing was not 
helpful. It was not going to get me further in my career. All it was going to do was just separate me from my family and my friendships. So I decided after I had my first baby that I was no longer going to go back to work. I was going to take time for myself, my family in order to really get back to who I was, because over the years, I felt like I completely lost who I was. And that's ultimately what led me to the work that I decided, you know, to go into it. It definitely, um, my rock bottom essentially helped me overcome burnout on my own. And then after about eight months of um, overcoming burnout, because it took a while, I got, you know, I was in burnout probably for five years uh, out of the eight years that I was in human resources. And ultimately, then I decided I'm going to rediscover myself, I'm going to get back to happy. And that's at the point in time when I really realized that, um, I wanted to go into business for myself and that it was important for me to still have a career aspect. I think so often when you have so many fractured relationships around, maybe it's like an addiction. And for me, it was an addiction to work. And when I had these fractured relationships. Everybody was kind of inserting their opinion, like, oh, don't go back to work. Don't do anything. Just take care of your daughter. Right. And I realized after kind of fighting that and just kind of going through that of like, oh, I'm going to just take care of my baby and that's it. I realized I wasn't happy. So once I was able to separate, you know, what everybody else thought that I should do versus what I felt like was what I needed to do in order to be happy, in order to be my best self for my husband, for my daughter, for my friendships. That's when I realized like I need to, you know, follow what it is that I'm meant to do. And that's when I went down this path of self-discovery and kind of hit me like smack in the face, essentially, of you're meant to help people overcome burnout, just like, just like you went through. So that's really what led me to go into business on my own and kind of ditch what everybody else had (laughs) to say about it, honestly. Yeah, no. And I think it's one of those things that you know, as much as I'd love for it to just be in a textbook of like how to ha- handle people and fix life, we really do kind of have to go through that experience in order to kind of navigate it for ourselves. But I'm glad that you kind of found what you needed for, for you and finding that balance of saying, I'm going to be both someone who works and runs a business just as much as I'm going to be there for my children um, and how to have those responses with people and all of their opinions that are always different too, um, as well, <laughs> right? finding out what works for you along the way. So, um, and now you're turning that around to really help other people. I mean, at some point we've all experienced burnout, whether we recognize it or not is debatable, but like we've all had those moments or those seasons and choosing to take that break or choosing to recover before it puts us on a rock bottom is always hard to navigate. So the fact that you're, you know, helping people to kind of navigate those tough things of balancing career with the rest of their life, um, 
and not making one take over the other as well. Again, like super important, absolutely needed. So thank you for the work that you do. Um, and not that I would wish your experience on anyone, but I know that your experience is what helps you to kind of be a better coach and, and actually meet your clients where they are too. Thank you. Yeah, that means a lot. It's been a long journey and, uh, that's partially why I'm so passionate about what we talked about to begin with is just, you know, all the stigmas and I'm sure you've experienced it yourself transitioning from corporate to fully into your own business. You just kind of, you hear from everybody and everybody has an opinion. And the funny thing is, is they're not doing what you and I are doing. So they don't even know. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I love, I love the ones that are like, well, just, just work a little harder. And I'm like, I don't know if that's actually possible, but thank you. Yeah, sure. Um, (laughs) Right. Thanks for your advice. (laughs) Yeah. Like it took some people 30 years to make their companies worth a billion dollars. So Thank you for thinking so highly of me doing it in just three weeks, three months, three years. So yeah, absolutely guys. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So what are some of those, those lessons or kind of rules for success that you really try to instill through your podcast with your clients um, and really helping them to kind of navigate their situations as well? So the first is, and you actually brought it up, is that people don't realize that they're in burnout so often. So part of what my podcast is about essentially is helping women understand the signs of burnout because it's so often that ambition, you know, this, our goals of what we want to achieve. It sends us down this rabbit hole of do more, like you just mentioned, work harder, do more, take more on. And ultimately it really catapults you into the burnout cycle. And most people do not realize that. So I try to provide as much awareness around the difference between stress and burnout and how it can be easily a misconstrued and then be a lot of the pitfalls that people fall into. So that's really what I center my podcast around as far as the rules that I and still in my clients essentially is the only way to solve a problem is to admit that there's a problem. So again, it all goes back to self-awareness. It all goes back to taking a moment and assessing where you are versus where you want to be. And ultimately, if you want to make a change to your life, you have to be willing to do the work. It's not going to just magically happen. So often I hear, well, when the kids go to school, I'll be able to do this with my life or things will get better or everyone's kind of waiting for it to just happen on its own. And as you and I both know, you know, being into business on our own and working in corporate, that's just not how it works. You have to take a moment, figure out a plan and then follow that plan and And that's how you're going to make the changes that you need in your life. So those are a few of the things that I instill in my clients. Another one I would have to say is that the answer to that problem always lies within, you know, we're all different. So stop looking to everyone else for the answer because you're just going to be spinning your wheels and, you know, you have the answer. So just stop long enough to ask yourself the questions and be open to answering 
the questions, be open to accepting the answers. You may not like what you see, but that's okay. That allows you to have a plan and have that awareness for where you need to go. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's all of what leadership is, right? Is having that awareness so that you can get clear on what's for you and what's not for you. And then making a really informed decisions of saying like, yes, I want to work 80 hours a week until I literally exhaust my body and have to lay in a hospital bed for two weeks, or I'm going to pause here and take a weekend off to one, have fun, reconnect with family or friends, or maybe you do need to make a career pivot. Um, not necessarily saying that you should go start a business because that's definitely not easier, but recognizing <laughs> what's for you in the process of that transition. But I think that awareness piece is the one that we all want to skip over. And as someone whose kids are both in school, it, it just gets more expensive because I pick them up from school and it's what activity am I, am I driving you to now? And what snacks do you need on your way to here and there in between? So there's always a busy season. And are you going to wait until you're 50 and your kids are grown or are you going to wait until you're 60 when you have grandkids that you want to spoil so there's never going to be a perfect season there's never going to be a better time than right now to say I'm going to stop this today and I'm going to work on what matters most for me and my immediate household and everybody else can deal with it um, as well and I know it's a tough conversation I know it's always easier said than done um, and depending on your situation sometimes that tough conversation is with person you also share a bed with, but recognizing that your mental, physical well-being is at the utmost because the alternative is them figuring out how to cope when you're in a hospital for two weeks. Um, and I don't say that lightly. I don't say that to be funny. I mean that people literally put themselves and their health at risk from not realizing that burnout. And so, you know, especially as driven people. This podcast is called Amplify Ambition. I'm all for chasing your dreams and making them a reality, but also recognizing that without that balance, you'll never be able to truly enjoy the life that you're trying to create as well. Absolutely. Very well said. It's definitely one of those things that the self-awareness piece, everybody thinks that you know, oh, I just want the result. But in order to get the result, you have to start at the beginning. And it's really, I think the key to unlocking the right plan for you, because we're all different. As we talked about, everybody's at a different starting point. So looking for the answers outside of yourself, ultimately is just essentially going to be trial and error, trial and error. When you can really save yourself a lot of time by just asking yourself the questions and listening for the answers. Yeah. And I think, you know, what you recognize from that trial and error, right? Am I a failure and is life over and nothing's ever going to work? Or do I need to make an adjustment or do I just need to try a second time? Because I mean, how many people are actually perfect the first time they drive a car, their first day on the <laughs> job, or even their first time in kindergarten, like whatever that situation looks like. And so recognizing that, you know, you might want to try five or six different times, maybe five or right. six different ways over those, those times as well, but actually giving yourself a chance to thrive and be successful instead of just deciding on day one, that it's not possible. Um, 
if you are venturing out to start a business, you're probably going to be on try 50 and 60, not five and six. Um, but <laughs> even in your corporate career, you know, as you continue um, in a corporate job or in just any type of nine to five, recognizing that those promotions are possible and there for you, but you're also going to have to put in the work, but you need to balance, like use your vacation time. That's why they give it to you. Um, if you have unplugged time or all these different things that they call it now, like utilizing those breaks just as much actually take a lunch break. Um, and I am guilty of that and like need to Sometimes I write and block it off in my calendar, like, go take lunch today. Um, but recognizing what you need for yourself so that you really can have the opportunity to enjoy those results when they do happen. And I said when, not if. So like they will happen, but um, you always need to kind of set yourself up for that success and the chance to enjoy it as well. Absolutely. And you just hit the, the nail on the head with recognizing essentially, you know, your own the way of doing things because you and I, you had, we share a commonality. We had a, a business coach that we both had. And for you and I, I think for, at least for me, I can speak to myself. It just wasn't the natural way that I like to do things. So it wasn't a good fit for me, but if it was a good fit for me, I would have tried a million times over until I got it right. But I recognize that it just wasn't meant for me. It wasn't meant for my personality style, how I show up my best and really identifying how you are at your best, what you like, what you dislike, what makes sense, what doesn't, and then be willing to fail over and over again until you get it right, essentially, because like you said, it's not a matter of when it's a matter of if, but you do need to do what makes the most sense for you. And if you don't, then you're going to burn yourself out trying to be someone that you're not. And the strategy that you're trying to work is not necessarily probably actually going to work because it's not a good fit for you. So recognizing, you know, yourself within what works for you and what doesn't. Yeah. I mean, that is the secret to success in life. Right. And I think, you know, you've, you've said it and I think I've said it on probably half a dozen, if not a couple dozen podcast episodes that self-awareness really is that key. And I will continue to like say that over and over and kind of hammer it in because when you, you also never like are self-aware and then you're done. There's always something new that you can learn about yourself. There's always a new area of life or maybe you meet a new person and that's when things start to connect because you're like, oh, it never made sense before. Now it does, you know, make sense. But recognizing, understanding, accepting, this is for me, this is not for me. Um, you and I had the same exact experience with this business coach of just, and she wasn't a bad person. Like she had a genuine heart. I thought, I think she knew what worked for her and it just didn't work for you or I, um, on the flip, flip side of it, you know, as well, but just kind of recognizing this isn't going to work for me. And it wasn't that I gave up on my business. It was like, now I just need to find what is for me and works for my personality type, you know, just as much. So Unfortunately, we kind of learned it the expensive way, um, both of us, but, <laughs> right? you know, we figured it out. And so, you know, if you guys can find it out on a cheaper way by listening to a podcast instead, then I think that's the most important thing is, again, that self-awareness, 
understanding and being willing to say, okay, it's not today, but I'm going to figure out something for tomorrow and for next week as well. So thank you so much for sharing um, several of those examples, both personal as well as in growing your business too. It's interesting too, because another thing that within the coaching space that you and I, I know, I think we've talked about a few times can agree on is this notion that you can think your way to positive. You can just think your way to the result that you want. I mean, of course you can think your way to the result you want, but at the same time, like you can't just, if a problem comes up or if there's a roadblock or an obstacle with the strategy or whatever is happening to you in your corporate job, you have to sit and you have to figure it out. You can't just say, oh, it doesn't exist. I'm just going to think my way to positive because you're never going to get on the other side of that problem. So yeah, you know, I think that's another one that comes up often in the space that you and I are in. And it's held me back multiple times. There's been a few strategies that I've followed for my business that I felt like were a really good fit. And I still feel like we're a really good fit, but I remember losing multiple weeks and even like a month or so because I was trying to think my way to positive. And that's when I realized like, well, wait a minute, I can't think my way to positive here. I have to figure out what what the missing link is and, and then move on. And then that's how I can move forward. And I can tell you ever since I realized that, you know, I haven't wasted valuable time. Like I did just trying to think my way to positive, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, positive thoughts are always great, but you know, there's some action that's required as well. Um, and I think, you know, sometimes depending on who, you might even see in the online space, they're they're so focused on one side of like all strategy that they forget that there's mindset involved or they're all mindset that they like forget to tell you to like open your computer and turn it on and probably tell people <laughs> you have a business um, as well. So finding, finding that balance, you know, for sure. And it is something that we all have to figure out. We're kind of naturally wired one side or the other. And again, finding what's going to work, but it's not just strategy or just cute, positive, fluffy thoughts um, as well. It's really one right. things together. Absolutely. Very well said. So I really appreciate you kind of sharing, you shared a few stories and a few examples, but as people are really kind of winding down and listening to this podcast, what is that legacy that you want to create, that you want everyone who ever hears your name to associate with you and how they can create their best life? Such a good question. I would say that if you feel like you're meant for more, if you feel like you're going through the motions of life, or there just has to be more than this, then I'm here to tell you that it's completely normal. You're not alone. It's really God's way of telling you to wake up, right? (laughs) And to seek him and to take back control of your life. And, and all you have to do is choose. And then remember, time is something that you can never get back. So start focusing on what truly matters and make the time that you have left count. I love that. And I think always easier said than done, but I think making, making it count is the most important thing. So thank you so much for sharing that and sharing so many words of wisdom today. Really appreciate you taking the time to join us today on Amplify Ambition. Thank you so much, Kristen, for having me. Such a pleasure.
Are you searching for a simple way to run your business sustainably as you create your best life? Sign up to receive emails over three days as you develop your action plan that makes dreams a reality. I break down my leadership methodology so you can avoid burnout and confidently own your power, maximize your impact, and profit with a plan. Click the link in show notes to join the Profitable Purpose Challenge. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to share it on your favorite social media platform and tag me at Kristen Edwards underscore. Then leave a rating or review to help other ambitious women tune in. Thanks for listening to Amplify Ambition. Until next time, dream loudly.